If you're gonna dub, I call it do the double thing. Gonna join the double club with a double double kick. If you wanna double, we can show you how. Come on, here we go, here we go, here we go. Everybody, enough. If I hear the word double one more time, I'll. And remember, mud spelled backwards is dumb. This is the Utterly Nonsense Podcast. We already starting off with some nonsense, if you listen to that intro, wherever I edited it. But guess what we're talking about today? More Warner Brothers crap. Oh boy! As usual, if you are new, if you like what you hear, subscribe on all the various platforms. Check us out on those old social medias. Follow and do all those things. And if you're returning, glad you're back. Hope you stay for a while. Now let's get the hell into it. So what has Warner Brothers been up to today? Well, we had the privilege, the pleasure, the, uh, I don't know, what else can you really say about such a momentous occasion? We had the benefit of getting to play both the alpha and beta test of the new free-to-play uh, Warner Brothers property-infused fighting game, Multiverses, which, uh, as of the recording of this, I believe the uh, open beta is actually coming out in, on the 26th of yes, July. we're in the beta. That's supposed to be a soft release for the main game. We're in the beta early access because uh, I got special insider privileges because Warner Brothers values my input so much. You see what happens when you host a podcast that tens of people listen to? Exactly. You get free media clearance on random bullshit that people probably don't care about. <laughs> yes, and in return for their generosity, let's talk some shit about them. So before we get into <laughs> multiverses, there's just something that happened recently that just bothered me just a little bit because it's you know it's one of those things we've talked about in the past, and it just kind of keeps coming up for whatever reason. So the Snyder Cut, you know about it. It happened. We've talked about it. And they're still trying to talk trash about the people who wanted it to happen. A Rolling Stone article came out with this whole long dissertation on why people in the movement are just awful. They're terrible. They're sending if, death yeah. threats to the executives, which, you know, could have happened, but I, minority, I'm sure right? the thing is, in literally any movement, in literally any trend you have on Twitter, you always have, like, a small subset of that group just... That is toxic, right? You, you'll always yeah. have people who, you know, resort to name calling, who resort to insulting, and who resort to, you Dude. know, going after these executives for unrelated bullshit. Whatever. It's part of the internet. <laughs> Literally everyone and their mother gets death threats if they're posting on Twitter or any kind of, like, open online forum. Oh, yeah. I've got, like, 200 followers on Twitter, and I still get random, like, insults from people every once in a while. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and they're acting like... Oh, we were so harmed by this. We were, our arms were twisted. Our legs were pulled behind our heads to release the Snyder Cut. They forced us and look, we're in financial ruin. Shut up. No. We feared for our lives because some neckbeard with 10 followers was telling us to go kill ourselves. We thought that should be taken seriously. Some random egg accounts were just, oh, they, they were, you know what they were saying? The main point was that, the, um, that they were trying to make was that it was mostly, or I guess uh, at least in part, bot accounts that were right uh, making the release the Snyder Cut hashtag persist. And it's like, it's Twitter. We know there's tons and tons yeah. of bots. Of course, that's a part of it. Yeah. What of it? I mean, the thing is, we don't know exactly how many bot accounts are on Twitter relative to the actual population of Twitter. No, but Elon Musk was trying to Elon find Musk out. Tried to pull, exactly. Part of the reason he tried to pull out of that deal, which I, I don't even, like, the whole legally is behind whether or not he's able to pull out or whether he's forced into purchasing at this point is beyond me. But um, the whole reason he's been trying to pull out is because Twitter's not giving him a fucking answer about how many bots there are on this platform. Yeah. Um, hugely problematic that they have no real way of measuring that, you know? 
so yeah, I mean, look, uh, by Rolling Stone's own admission, I, I think it was what thirteen percent they said of the accounts that were tweeting released yeah. the Snyder Cut were bots. First of all, I'm not sure if that's a real measurement, how they're measuring this. They're pretty coy about exactly what metrics were used for it. But that's still a very slim minority of the total users, if that actually is accurate, you know? Yeah, it's like... Again, for the amount of people that probably were involved with the movement, uh, I'm sure it was a much bigger population than they're probably actually counting. Whatever. Um, Point is, 87% of the people who are actively promoting this movement are absolutely real by their own admission what's the problem here <laughs> literally no problem so all i'll say is warner brothers nice try if that was them who knows it could have been just a I, couple know, people whatever the thing is i was trying to look um I, I was trying to look at the relationship between warner brothers and rolling stone to see if there was some uh shared ownership or some shared parent company as far as i could find there's nothing in the immediate vicinity that would be influencing Rolling Stone to write an article like that beyond just, you know, these major sources try to protect each other and try to not examine each other critically. It, you know, it is what it is. I do think there were plenty of people refuting it. Uh, The article clearly didn't go over well within 10, what was it, like a couple hours that Forbes article was posted that basically debunked the entire thing. Yeah, by Paul Tassi. He's he's pretty good with his takes usually. No, I I thought that was really well written actually. Go check that out if uh, you haven't already. Yeah. I retweeted it, be, so yeah. check yeah, out so my Twitter. <laughs> Subtle plug. <laughs> I really don't post um, anything, but I retweet our stuff, so don't worry about spam. Yeah, so anyway. anyway. What anyway. else can we see? Oh, yeah, I mean, it also said that Zack Snyder was behind the entire movement, which I really don't think he was. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it they definitely like, used all of that to get subscribers on HBO Max, so. they Yeah, I mean, they used all the classic, like, rebuff tar- talking points to try to discredit the whole movement to try to throw Snyder on the bu- under the bus to try to make it seem like he was instigating yeah. fans being passionate about this project. But then oddly enough, <laughs> it's a bunch of bullshit. Oddly enough, he's going to be a guest character in Teen Titans Go. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I That made me think, and you know, I said the same thing in the Discord chat when you posted that, um, you know, clearly the relationship between him and Warner Brothers isn't dead if he's still willing to make a cameo appearance on this like one you know cartoon that I think most of us thought was off the air at this point yeah. um, no it's been it's it's very much on the air I don't know it, it's a terrible show but it's like I'm tempted to watch it just to see that cameo um, oh and speaking of which uh, James Gunn has been very heavily promoting the fact that he's going to appear in cartoon form on Harley Quinn hmm. so look forward to that <laughs> Which you got to wonder what his claim to fame would be in the DC universe since he's either a director of the Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad or he's a director of Marvel films, which they probably wouldn't mention in a uh, Harley Quinn spinoff. So it's like, what's he doing here? Beyond? He, could just be, he could just be himself. George Lopez played himself. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, just don't overthink it. <laughs> so now the meat of what we gathered here today to talk about is Warner Brawlers. Actually, that would have been a better name for it. No, wait, sorry. We would only call it that if it was Warner Brothers only. It's Multiversus. Hmm. Multi. Kind of Smash Brothers. Kind of uh, that Nickelodeon thing that nobody remembers already. Mostly Brawlhalla. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is that still going on? Brawlhalla or multi? <laughs> no, the Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nickelodeon All-Stars. Yeah, whatever, they just uh, added XJ9 and they're uh, hinting at, like, like, to my understanding, uh, adding voice acting sometime this year. Is that on Game Pass, or you could like, probably check that out if it's uh, free to play. I have uh, no clue. Um, anyway, so multiverses, which again, you know, it, it, the whole name behind it just sort of suggests that it's you know multiple universes coming together into one shared experience, right? Fighting game versus is in the name. Don't think about it too much. I'm actually shocked it wasn't taken at this point or something similar wasn't used for any of these other... Like, Smash Bros. could have easily been called Multiverses and it would have been the same yeah. game. Well, Multiverse is the whole trend now, right? Because you had Crisis on yeah. Infinite Earths and now Marvel just uh, had their big reveal. Say, like- <laughs> and they're called... So we had the Infinity Saga. Now the next whole collection is the Multiverse Saga. The Multiverse Saga. Which we knew that was coming. It's just, like, it hadn't been officially named up until this point. Right. Um, 
and you know they're they're really leaning heavy into that, especially with Kang being built up as being the big bad. Um, you know, obviously uh, Loki revealed the existence of Kang slash He Who Remains slash all those other variants, and they've been leaning hard into the multiverse thing for a while. Not just Marvel, DC has been too. If you looked at the Snyder Cut, they factor in the multiverse. It's not unusual at this point if you just said the multiverse in a vacuum, most people would know what you're talking about. Yeah, it it's implied that uh, this version of Darkseid's from a different universe, and that he's taken over planets in multiple oh. universes. Yeah, it doesn't appear in Justice League. It doesn't appear in Justice League at all, but in Snyder Cut, it's heavily implied. You know what I was con- what I thought I was remembering that was from, and it is too. Uh, that scene with Venom, where he says, uh, "We've gathered all this knowledge from many universes." God, all yeah. these things are just m- melding together in my head. Of course, Venom's just part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point. Or is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that whole pitch meeting about um, Morbius where it's like, oh, we're basically in the MCU at this point, guys. We're we're in the MCU. That's why we could do this and have the whole Vulture cameo. We're in the MCU, okay? Just have, just have everybody part of the same multiverse. Like Marvel, DC, just do a crossover already. The what are they waiting for? Do a crossover fighting game. Do a crossover movie. Just whatever. Then, of course, do amalgam in one movie. Yeah. But then who's going to get the money? I don't care. Make it happen. Anyway. So the game. We played the alpha. We had thoughts on it. So this is, guys, I guess going to be our combined thoughts of the alpha and the early beta access. Sure. So do you want to talk about the differences between the alpha and the beta before we get into the actual gameplay mechanics? Oh, sure. I can. I, uh, we yeah. get, I think we can get into that. Uh, one of the major differences is um, this will be a negative. You have to pay money now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, characters you can unlock. Rel- it, it was like Brawl or yeah. any of the other Smash Bros. games where you just unlock characters naturally. You progress. You do well enough. You get a new character. Uh, now you earn coins, which allow you to eventually unlock a character if you have enough coins to pay for that character. Or you can obviously spend real world money to get coins or uh, whatever the other metric is that buys coins within the game. Yeah. Well, it was it's like th- there's like multiple currencies too, which makes absolutely no sense to me. I think it's pretty par for the course of like most games of this kind. But uh, my, I guess the hang up I have is. Take the battle pass for example. Most battle passes, you can probably still play a game for a relatively amount, a relatively long amount of time. Maybe get your bank out of like a free play game, and like be able to unlock a few things. You play long enough, maybe like a couple, maybe like a for longer than most people pay for it. I guess right. But right. Uh, in the case of this one, you the the currency for unlocking characters are these gem, are these gemstones. But the gemstones are only available if you pay for them, and you cannot attain them from any other way, at least at present, in the battle pass and or otherwise. So if you want to, like, okay. for example, get a costume for Harley Quinn, the only way to get it is to uh, pay money. Yep. Even that's not, like, super unusual in the modern climate, right? Like, you'll have a bunch of games where you can only get custom skins if yes. you're paying real-world money or if you're buying the DLC or, you know, investing and, it in some but the way. most un- But the unusual thing about this is how expensive it is, whereas most cosmetics and other things... Yeah, it's like 20... It's, what, $20 to unlock a character if you actually wanted to do that and... Or $15, set, $15 like, you try to segment, pur- segment purchases... Yeah, so I, I guess we'll get into the whole monetization thing, which is undoubtedly the absolute worst part of this game. And uh, uh, yeah, hard agree. So now I don't know. I, I guess I talked to you guys about this when Halo Infinite was coming out, but that so the multiplayer is free to play, and that has one of the worst monetization schemes I've ever seen. It's terrible. Like, you pay for everything. In all the other Halo games, you can unlock all the different, like, armor pieces. You can pick whatever color you want. Now, all of that is just through a store. Like, a few things here and there you can get by playing for free in, like, the free Battle Pass section. But most of it's just overpriced junk. And it's almost like they took a page right out of that book and did that here. Very, very expensive stuff. And they do that thing where they'll sell the packs of currency, but there'll be like these uneven amounts where you always have a little bit left over that you can't buy anything with. And they do right. that specifically, so you want to keep buying. But, yeah, they do that intentionally, so you buy more, exactly. And look, I mean, that's the whole free-to-pay model, or free-to-play model, right? Um, free-to-pay. You know, you yes. have to... 
Yeah, free to pay. So you need to have some way with these games of monetizing it. You need to have some way to subset the fact that no one's paying 60 bucks to actually play the base game, right? I'm not against that. You know, it's just, it's kind of absurd, like, what's being offered. Like, the actual base game on its own, you can play a decent amount, you can get a decent amount of the characters if you're grinding with it, but no one really wants to grind with it. It's not like Smash Bros. where there is, like, a, a, a sort of feeling of reward if you've played enough. It's, like, just such a slog to get to the, that point, you know? I think, yeah, compared to other things as well, the grinding seems a bit more tedious here. I think uh, what I compared it to uh, to y'all like, was uh, Crash Team Racing and how, different, of course, this is a free-to-play game compared to that being a fully paid game, I guess I should mention, but it is the same in terms of how much it was priced, whereas it took mm-hmm. a very long time to maybe unlock a thing compared to just putting down a lot of money, mm-hmm. which I think I think the tedium is, on, is, a, is very intentional. Yeah, and we mentioned that in the alpha, it was a lot easier to unlock characters. No, you also got through them through earning the gold in there, but I'm pretty sure you earned the gold a lot faster, and they didn't cost you, as much. Well, you earned the gold faster. You also just got characters for playing the game, so you didn't have to spend gold every single time you wanted to get a character. Well, you would get some characters just through unlocking. You did have to use gold in the uh, the alpha to uh, get characters, just that... And I, th- pre- I think sp- earning gold was probably faster just because it was the alpha, I guess, which is probably, right. I th- you know, sp- maybe if you're going to get real cynical, maybe they, oh, look, it's so easy to earn gold and get the characters mm-hmm. compared to the final game where it's like, where, you know, everyone's spreading the good word and maybe, I don't know. And then the final, then the, the beta comes out now and it's like, it takes, it's clearly taking slower than when we, what we experienced in the alpha, which could be by design to get good word or just because it was the alpha versus the beta. So, yeah. So. I mean, that's really the only key difference between the alpha and the beta is the monetization of it all, right? Like, the actual gameplay is pretty consistent. Uh, the characters, I didn't really notice too many changes. We, we had talked about how overpowered Taz was, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they didn't do anything to Kirby yet. So They have said that they're going to patch it uh, in soon. Yeah. They also said the same thing for Iron Giant and his uh, down attack. Yeah, Iron Giant's just a fucking tank right now. <laughs> it's basically impossible to knock off stage unless you really fucking wail on him. So, I mean, I get, granted, that's only a couple characters. For the most part, I think it's pretty well balanced. Um, it, you know, it, it's like any other fighting game where you have some characters that people just excel with that are S-class by just nature of their moveset by, you know, skill. Aside from that, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the mechanics of it. The game itself does play well and is like, like we said, like you said earlier, it's like a mashup of like Smash Brothers and I said Brawlhalla. That's why I heard people compare it to that. Then I looked into Brawlhalla. So it seems, uh, I'll say one of the things I heard, I don't know, I don't remember who said it. They said it was a, people were trying to say this is trying to be a Smash killer, but they said, no, it's trying to be a Brawlhalla killer. Hmm. Which uh, resonated with uh, someone, one of my acquaintances, I'll say, who really, who apparently really likes Brawlhalla. So I'll take their word for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, Smash obviously doesn't have the same uh, online presence that multiverses could potentially have just by being a Nintendo exclusive. And, uh, you know, it does have the uh, fan recognition, it does have the name recognition, it does have the legacy. So multiverses is going to have this sort of struggle to get more name recognition, even though it is a Warner Brothers own property. I think it'll struggle to stay relevant. Yeah, that's true. Like it, you, you're coming into an oversaturated market. There's a lot of other free free to play games that do very similar things. Um, probably less yeah, expensive ones. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know if they'll be able to have a struggle with staying. I, I don't know if they'll have a struggle with staying relevant because as long I feel like I don't know who the audience is. I can't. I mean, I know who the audience is, but I don't know who like what their idea is. I imagine just you know people who like. Who are who like Smash Brothers maybe and like also like Warner Bros properties, but I can't imagine they would be pulling in like any random like I can't you know the audience for Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is probably just children or like adults who were into comic books back in the day. Right. Well, I mean, I get the sense just from the animation style and some of the characters they've included that it's meant to be more kid oriented yeah. or more like tween, uh, teen, you know, younger. <laughs> That's why you have to ask your mommy if you could turn on the swear words. Yeah, and Batman's not allowed to say that he is vengeance. Oh, is he seriously? Was that seriously something they had to cut for it? I'm assuming because, like the exact quote from the animated series, he has in the game where he's like, "I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman." But instead of vengeance, he says, "I am darkness." Okay. And there was one other thing. 
where it was like a line that I think was toned down. But at the same time, when we were playing the Alpha, when Batman's up against Superman, he like tells him, he's like, you're going to need that Kryptonian resurrection suit. Or he's like, <laughs> I should have brought my Kryptonite. It's like, what are you going to kill him? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to assume just weaken him. But <laughs> So what I will say is... Uh, I, I do think Warner Brothers has a sort of branding issue where, uh, you know, it's not like Nintendo where everyone knows who the Nintendo characters are, you know. Warner Brothers, like, they, there's so much under that umbrella that could belong to Warner Brothers. It's almost hard to anticipate exactly who's going to be in this just because, first of all, they've got a lot to choose from, but you also have a consumer base that doesn't know what is owned by Warner Brothers, it, it like reminds me of going to uh, Six Flags as a kid, which is all Warner Brothers properties, and not knowing what to expect. It's like you'd have Looney Tunes in one part, you'd have DC characters in another part. Doesn't make much sense to like a young kid who is like familiar with each of the properties in a vacuum, but doesn't understand how they sort of fit together as a parent company. I guess is where I was trying to get to earlier. I got a little lost, I think, because uh, the point like a. Uh, Game of Thrones, for example, like if it's a game market towards children, not a lot of yeah. kids are going to know what it is, which doesn't really matter. Uh, like, I don't think kids know what Persona 5 is either, since that's a rated M game. So I get, which I wasn't, right. that's in Smash Bros. That, so I get, is but that like, M rated? I thought it was T rated. M. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, that's what, I guess it doesn't really matter that much. I guess Bayonetta is also rated M, so. And Metal it's Gear. A, it's, it is a more broad, yeah, it is a more broad audience, but I, but, um, I think it contradicts itself by having, I guess, the, I'm losing my my point here. I don't think they're going to well, have the a point problem is... <laughs> getting an audience. I just think, I guess, I, I'm questioning the player base, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, and I, I think that's more what I mean. I mean, like, from a gameplay standpoint, because they monetized it this way. Because, all right, now I don't know about anyone else, but when I play fighting games in general, Smash especially, I like variety. I like to pick all yes. different kinds of characters. To me, the characters are the content. They are the reason to keep coming back and playing the game. They're what adds variety. They're what makes, they're what gives it replayability. But here, it's like, if you want access to all these characters, grind, 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 or just fork over the cash. Or get your mom's credit card. Yeah, grab mom's credit card because it, so here's one thing, and this is on my negatives. So I think this is only while it's in um, the early early beta access. They have these things called Founders Packs. You know mm. what? They might actually extend them into the I'm beta. Assuming that's not going to go away. No, it's yeah, just, it said on Steam it was a. Uh, it, it says you know quotations. I guess that it's going to be a, it's a limited time thing. Okay, so they're selling these Founders Packs on Steam, and, but here's the thing. Like, kids see people playing this game on Twitch, and there was people like me who, like, signed up early with the email list, and I got the alpha so I could play the beta early as well. So that's why there's some people playing it early, but the game is also going to be free to play, but it's not out to the public just yet at right. the time of this recording. So, founders packs are, though, right? Huh? Because the Founders Packs are, though, right? Like, it looks visible on Steam. Yes, you can buy the Founders Packs now, but you can I don't think that that's the same thing. The thing is, I'm sure people who, like, I guess just aren't paying attention or aren't aware, they're buying the Founders Packs on Steam. Judging by the, some of the re reviews I read, made it sound like they're buying the Founders Packs thinking that they're buying the game. But they're right. not buying the game. They're just buying all this crap. And in these Founders Packs... The least of which costs, I think, um, there's forty dollars, sixty dollars, and then a hundred, and there's character unlock tokens in them. So the least you can get, I think, was uh, fifteen, and then it's thirty, and then I'm not sure what the final one is, but it's like they include all this extra junk. The point is, okay, say I pay, f I think forty dollars would have been a fair price for this game with sure. all the characters that it currently has, and then more to be added. Fine. You get 15 character unlocks. But here's the thing. How many characters are there right now? Like maybe, what, 12-ish? Uh, I think it's more than that, right? A um, little more? Yeah, all right. It's 12 or more. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to it's remember when you're like not literally playing as every single yeah. character. It's uh, If I recall, you said it's less than Smash, the original Smash Brothers? Well, the original Smash, you started with eight and you unlock four. So that was 12. that's what you're, you're talking about the unlocks because uh, 
In this, you only get three, or was it four characters? You get Taz, Wonder Woman. Yeah, so from our memory, (laughs) there's like 12 characters, 12-ish to start with. And you start with four. So say you bought the $40 thing with the 15 character unlock tokens. And because it's like a Smash type game, fighting game, you want to have the variety of characters to have that replayability. So right off the bat, you're losing eight tokens and you're left with seven and there's already three new characters announced just to come out one right when this releases lebron james and then rick and morty so Mm. it's like obviously what they want people to do is just keep spending keep spending keep spending and this is gaming now not just buying a game although you know some games still release that way but the whole free-to-pay model i just i hate it it's disgusting it's despicable, and it's going to make me not want to come back to this because, like, do I have to seriously either sh- keep shelling out cash every time there's a new character that I want to use or get on that grind, and then by the time I unlock the character, I'm already burnt out? I do. I, I am a little afraid that this could come off as, oh, these guys are just complaining about the free-to-play model that's existed for years. But I think – I am. I it, hate it. I think what, <laughs> more than that, suck, though, yeah. I think what needs to really be understand is compared to free-to-play experiences I have experienced, which is – not a lot, but this one seems to be the most predatory, almost. Mm. Is that the word you would use? Yeah, predatory. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, that's a good word for it. I can say, so I've played one MMO, Warframe, for nearly 10 years, which is free-to-play. And as far as I could tell, that's considered one of, like, the best free-to-play models as far as the amount of content you get for the amount of same money you would put into the game how the way it incentivizes you to put money into it it's all basically paying to reduce time for this and that so again i've played that for a long time and i am just completely done with that like i don't want to grind anymore i just want a game i want to have what's there i want to be able to play it so you know maybe i'm not target audience but you know i like smash i like warner brothers characters a lot despite how much we shit talk them so it just feels like it's this could have been really good, and when it was in the alpha, it was. But now it's just this, this you know, blow, this blow right to the gut. It still is if you can get past the fact that you literally have to pay for any character to unlock. You know, it, 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 if you're or not drive. willing to spend the yeah. hours to grind to actually get these characters. But you know, again, with a few characters I do have unlocked, which again I haven't literally spent anything on it so far beyond my time um characters fun uh gameplay's fun action's fun it's competitive i could see it getting like into some actual esports competitions and being competitive to watch yeah um yeah i i don't really have any major complaints beyond the whole freemium model it's just a premium when a game like this that's, that does it is really good the online stable majority of the time the uh it feels nice to play but then in the back of your head you're just thinking of you just there's all this other stuff bogging it down and it's like mm. i feel like for me this game is good enough that i would be willing to like give some money to it but the way that you're they're expecting you to give the money is the is i think is the big issue like yeah. if this were just a 60 dollar game or what or even 40 dollars 40 or 40 dollars even 60 i would have like I would have probably just bought it, and then that been it. Free updates, maybe, or if it was like another pass. Was, I don't know. I mean, I think forty dollars is the closer price, actually. <laughs> or like maybe have the characters cost anywhere from two to five dollars each. I would lean more towards two because clearly they plan on putting a shit ton of them in it. At the look, I accept that the cosmetics weren't like fifteen dollars at the Oof. least. Uh that's it. Okay. Make the characters five bucks, but have them include all the alternate cosmetics, like <laughs> Smash Brothers did. I'll get them ideas. They, they'll, they'll have the character pack where you pay $20 for the character and the outfits. Or <laughs> I'm sure they would. And I feel like since this is the release, they're testing the waters. Again, Halo Infinite did the same thing. Like, they keep trying to push people as far as it appears people are willing to go with what they will buy. And eventually they'll say, okay... New update, we're adjusting the store, we're adjusting the prices, how's this? And then people say, okay, yeah, this is better. But then eventually over time, let's give them something that they'll probably want and raise the price, see if they notice. And it'll be a (laughs) push-pull thing the whole time. That's how this works. Yeah, and I I mean, that makes sense from a business perspective, right? Like, they want to make the most money 
uh, off this thing that they possibly can while not losing actual people to play it. Um, yeah, well, it didn't work out so well for Halo Infinite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to wonder who's paying for the skins and who's paying for the uh, individual characters if they're capable of just grinding. I will say I have not seen a lot of people with the alternate skins. I've only seen two different no, times. I haven't either. Well, since I started playing this, uh, since, since I haven't playing this. I've seen a handful online, but I think that's people paying in-game gold. Like, I, I can't imagine too many people are actually spending real-world money for any of this shit at this point. Well, I ha- that being said, uh, 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 alternate costumes aside, definitely have seen a lot of people with that big toast banner implying they spent $100 on the Founders Pack. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, c- costumes aside, that's a different thing. I, I guess, you know, I don't know. You know, I I think it speaks to, like, the whole gambling mentality, the whole have-to-have-more mentality, right? It's like everyone wants to show up the competition, and everyone wants to have more of whatever they have already, right? Yeah. Yeah, This isn't much of gambling. This is just, I want now. But what I'm saying is there's, like, a special type of addiction or a special type of, uh, you know, dopamine illness that drives people into spending hundreds of dollars on purely cosmetic changes you know oh, yeah like, they work this shit out with psychologists like just the wording like founders pack uh, or and they'll yeah. call it like ascended founder pay now to be the exalted omega person the grand i don't know the grand you, king we'll roll out the red carpet for you if you just give us your money it gives you this sense of accomplishment and the sense of superiority that you wouldn't get from not spending that money if you're the type of person that's susceptible to that sort of branding yeah well, enough about the monetization. So, let me go through my positives and then some negatives, and then I have a few neutral comments. So, as uh, I think Paris, you mentioned a little bit, the combat, for the most part, is fun. I like it. The basic moves are solid. When they connect, it's satisfying. Everything works out good. You got your up attack, your side attack, your down attack. I'm still kind of unsure on the neutral attack, like where you just stand still being a charge only. But other than that, I like it. It's decent. I think that uh, it's very floaty. It's like... Brawl? (laughs) Brawl wasn't floaty. That was just like... I guess when I think floaty and brawl, I probably just think Med Knight. But... (laughs) I guess. Okay, get what you mean. Well, floaty as in it takes a long time to, like, knock people out because they keep, like, they have a lot of leeway when they're launched. I would say that's, like, heavy, maybe. Or, like, there's, like, a lot, there's not, there's not a lot of, uh... Right. Well, I mean, there there is something to be said. Like, the characters have a lack of weight to them, right? Like, literally, they feel like they're lighter, like they're more two-dimensional than some of their other interpretations. It feels Mm -hmm. like... Uh, take the Iron Giant. He's very heavy, but all the same, if you right. hit him with Velma's little like microphone or magnifying laser thing, uh, he still gets knocked back at at a higher percent, just like everyone else. <laughs> but he yeah. still takes a long time to get knocked out with other means. So I guess it's like attack base and is either like attack base or like uh, special base. You know what I did notice because I'm kind of maining Iron Giant at this point. Because he's heavier, he's harder to control when he gets launched. Because I notice sometimes when I'm at a high percentage and I get hit out, like, I'll press every single button on the controller to try to gain control of him, but he just keeps going and going and going. Whereas with a lighter character, it's I feel more easier to kind of, you know, adjust yourself midair and get back in. Right. Which makes sense. Like, there should, weight should be a factor in that. I was part of me was considering the fact that I was I thought for a, for a while there that there wasn't like a solid weight like everyone pretty much felt like they were everyone's very close to weight in this game no matter who they are except for yeah I mean the Iron. So, some of the tank characters Iron Giant Superman too Garnet. they are just harder to knock out yeah Garnet to a lesser extent but I mean each of those have more weight to them than some of the others it was just hard to notice at first until I guess I tried everyone out, I guess in the 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 training room. The lab. Right. Yeah, so other thing I like, the move sets for each character. They don't feel too generic or copied. There are no echoes yet. So the <laughs> move sets are unique. They f- so they seem uh you know, attuned to the character and their whole background and everything. Pretty good. Pretty well, good. Well they do have their own version of Echo that I seem they are not doing much with yet, whereas take for Jake, for example. Uh unfortunately this is locked by the I guess 
$5 part of the, the, was it the Legend Battle Pass or whatever. You pay $5 for it. But there are characters, it is looking like, that will have alternate skins that are just other versions of the character. Like, say, for example, Superman, but instead it's Bizarro Superman or mm. Jake, yeah. but it's Cake. And they have different voice acting and lines. Shaggy also has this in the game well, currently. I mean, that's really just an alternate skin with like a little bit of uh, voice acting added. That I'm not against. Yeah, I think like that's their version of an. That's like their version of an Echo. It's just in another outfit. Is it's more? Um, to me, right. it's more than a skin because it comes with a new voice actor. I guess. Right. Well, if anything, that's just selling the freemium model a little bit. It's like saying why people should buy the skins as opposed to <laughs> skins in other games. You know, I'm saying it's impressive. I'm not saying it's still. I'm not still saying it's. It's, it's a shame that it's, it's locked behind that. <laughs> The animation, sign quality, all that, the game. I'm trying, I was trying to get into that. The animation quality yes. of the, all that is, is good. And I do like the voice lines as well. The voice interactions, though, I kind of noticed them less now than I did in the alpha for some reason. Like, remember that moment we were playing twos and uh, I was Shaggy. We were up against somebody in Batman. And uh, so, me as Shaggy, he says... Like, I'm coming for you, Cape Crusader. <laughs> and then, well, I guess it wasn't a voice interaction, but then I hit him out, like, right after he said that. And, and it was just hilarious. I like Superman's line to Shaggy when he says, Shaggy, you don't understand the power you're using or something to that extent. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, or on and the victory screens. Yeah. Well, that that's great, too, just that they're actually aware of meme culture and they're not trying to shy away from it. I like, uh, what's her name? Uh, on, on, what's her name? You know, Stark, whatever, from Game of Thrones, how you pronounce her name? Yeah, Anya Taylor oh, Stark. Oh, Arya. Yeah. I like how she says to Jake, you, yellow dog thing, prepare to die. <laughs> yeah, or like, I think it's if you're Superman and you beat a Shaggy, he might say, so is it really true that you only use 1% of your power? <laughs> what does Batman say? He also responds. I guess the... Voice, also voice acting. They got a lot of the original voice yeah. actors, or at least the most popular voice actors for their roles. Yeah, that's true. That was a plus. Yeah. It's cool hearing Batman from the animated series and like, you know, uh, Tara Strong as Harley Quinn. Mm. Yeah. And George Newbern as Superman. He was the voice of him in Justice League. No Tim Daly, though. They don't want to get Tim Daly back anymore. Maybe he's too busy. <laughs> Another thing I like is the UI customization options. You can choose where you have the percentages like on the characters or at the bottom of the screen with the pictures like in Smash. You can have the cooldowns up there or down there. You can change the colors of the outlines or have no outlines. Good amount of options. I dig it. Yep. It's a shame that it's all hidden by a very predatory game. <laughs> well, I mean, the first thing I always go to is options. Well, yeah. Yeah, the options, everything's, I guess, I, sorry, I, got, I guess I got negative again, my bad. I guess the options are very easily accessible i'm i'm very on and off about the using the little like cursor to move that around as opposed to just having like control over the menu i guess hmm. yeah i guess i didn't really notice that too much no that's pretty minor but that is a good point it should just be like navigate through the menu instead of a cursor but whatever to be fair you can do both but you have to use the d-pad as opposed to the analog stick another thing that was good the connection and online matches pretty steady haven't had too many issues there yeah, I mean, I, I had a couple issues in the alpha, but even that seems to have been patched. For all I know, that could have just been the internet on my end, too. Like, I, I wouldn't really blame the game for that. Yeah. Uh, local matches. You can play with any character. You don't have to unlock. So if you have somebody at your house and you just give them a controller, you can play with anybody. Hmm. Honestly, just at download least the game. there's that. <laughs> yeah, download the game and just play with friends, really. At least there's that. And my final positive, as stated... The possibilities for the roster are virtually endless. So, who are we going to have? As I joked about before, Tony Soprano. Um, who was the guy you said? Larry who, David. Who's dead? Larry David. Yes, Larry David. <laughs> He's not dead. But, yeah. No, the other uh, Sopranos guy. Um, oh, uh, Polly Walnuts. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, gotta. Got him. We're going to have Polly. Neo eventually. We know. You know we will. Neo. Speed but, Racer. <laughs> Uh, some JoJo characters, because Warner Brothers currently is in charge oh, of they own, JoJo's Bizarre they Adventure. Own like a, yeah, they own a ton of Studio Ghibli shit, too. So, uh, <laughs> you yes. potentially see Totoro. You yes. potentially see <laughs> Big anyone from any Miyazaki film. <laughs> Can't wait Totoro for looks the... like Big Chungus to me. Oh, yeah. It, it would basically be the same movie. Big uh, Chungus up. could be an alternate skin for Totoro. You're doing the ah. work for him. <laughs> let's not, well, let's not get crazy. Chungus is too powerful. He should be his own character, most definitely. <laughs> He probably will be. If if they say it's, a cl it's close to mean culture, I guess. But I guess Ooh. the big example is just Shaggy. So who knows how attached they are. 
So obviously anyone from DC, any iteration, animated, live action, comics or otherwise, anyone from Looney Tunes, anyone from Hanna-Barbera, anyone from Cartoon Network, you know who they got to put in? Smiling Friends. <laughs> Which we should talk about eventually because that's a good series. Yeah, I mean, they're including Rick and Morty. I'm sure they're going to include some other Adult Swim stuff. Like mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, Matt, not Matt, I was going to say Matt's Shake, but Frylock would probably be a better choice. Hey, Pim. I know it's our job to help this guy and everything, but I really think he's just a lost cause. <laughs> uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Anyone from HBO, I guess? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You got, uh, well, John Oliver. Entourage. John Oliver. <laughs> John Oliver would be awesome. I'm John Oliver, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I mean, possibilities are literally endless. And uh, again, that goes back to the whole uh, branding point I made before. Just huge library. Kind of could get confusing in any other vacuum, but uh, but they've also said that yeah. it's not restricted to just Warner Brothers. So I'm gonna hold out for Crash Bandicoot, no <laughs> Ninja Turtles because they've crossed over with Batman. So why not? They were in Injustice. We'll see if Nickelodeon plays ball, I guess, since they're currently under their under Viacom protection. And yeah, and they have their own game. They did. They, here's the thing: they did do the Batman movie with uh, while ne- they were under Nickelodeon's ownership. That is true. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Batman. Yeah, I just hope it's not the rise of the TMNT versions. You mean that weird 3D one or like the new one? Like the super animated looking ones? The Whatever the current 2D thing is, I think they just released a movie for it. Hmm. I thought that looked pretty good. I don't like those <laughs> designs. Those are those are shit. I have an anim- Compared yeah. to any other iteration. Oh, dang, I, I, I thought it looked pretty good. I liked it. <laughs> I, well, it, I, it made me interested. I, I'm not really interested. <laughs> There's a turtle for everybody. <laughs> So, uh, beyond the whole freemium model or, uh, you know, free-to-pay model, what are your negatives? Yeah. Okay, so the first one, and we just noticed this when we were playing last night, um, the infinite dodging. I don't think that's a good idea. It's Well, it's actually not infinite, and I'm not sure how they were pulling that off because I, I did notice there is a dodge counter, uh, and that's actually in the tutorials too. Yeah, so, it's, it's not infinite. It's just infinite. some characters. Some people do know how to use it, and some people know how to abuse it. So Yeah, I have not finished the advanced tutorial, so CJ, you need to enlighten us here. <laughs> yeah, so there's a meter. Like, there is a finite number of times you can dodge before it eventually just craps out on you, and you have to wait for it to refill. Uh, that does refill if you're attacking characters too, so... So, you know, you you could potentially get into a cycle of dodging, attacking, dodging, and, you know, never have to wait for that thing to refill. So that's one drawback. Again, it seemed like sort of a freak vacuum thing where John and I just happened to be facing a 2v2 team that just kept seeming to missing miss every single one of our attacks. Nothing's in the land. They seem to be dodging all this shit. Okay, maybe this was just a fluke and I'm overreacting, but it was uh, a Jake and a Superman so I was trying to make contact with this Superman who was just hovering in the air, and every single time I got near him, he just teleport, 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 and he just kept doing that, and I have no idea how, and I just could not touch him. Is the most frustrating thing ever. It, it could also just be a glitch with the character too. It might not be the uh, dodging mechanic specifically, because mm. Superman does have some like shit, like really cheap moves in this thing. You know, <laughs> like yeah. yeah, he has like instant transmission, which makes sense, but it's also you know pretty weird to keep track of. Yeah. Even yeah. when you're playing as him, I guess, I think. It is odd, though, how you can basically, like, dodge so many times in midair, whereas something like Smash, it's like the one time and then you fall. So, I'm not sure. Very floaty game. That's what, that's what I was saying. Yeah. And even in Brawl, you couldn't do that kind of thing. Yeah. Unless you're a Knight. So, private online matches. The host has to have a good connection, preferably wired. Because we played with some, with CJ, he was on Wi-Fi yeah. and literally unplayable. Like, I could not do anything. The weird thing, I, it was fine when it was just me in Paris, but it's like as soon as you joined, it was just giving out. So, I don't know if it was just, uh, you know, too many people in the connection, if that's an issue with mine uh, specifically or what. But, yeah, I mean, I guess if it's a privately hosted thing and I'm acting as the server, then you're going to run into some issues. But even that isn't, like, necessarily an issue with the game. It's more just me having shitty internet. (laughs) I mean, it could be something on their end that they can patch later. We'll just call it a desynchronization issue for now on Wi-Fi. Sure. Next. So, when you're in a private match, you can't play free-for-all and have it with lives. Stock. We don't know why. Every time we set it to that, it just defaults to, like, the whole scoring thing. Which I'm still not sure how that works, that whole system. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's like one mm. second 
somebody's dominating and then they get hit out once and then somebody else is the leader. It seems to be actively grading us on our performance in real time while also grading yeah. us on how many stocks we're taking or KOs, I guess. From what I can tell, you get a edge if you knock out someone who's ahead of you. Uh, if you knock out the leader, you get more points than if you knocked out someone who was below you and it sort of adjusts that way, but it's not really a clean algorithm. Yeah, it's not clear. They need to say something about that if they haven't already. Maybe they did and it's like buried somewhere. It's probably but in the uh, the the, what's the 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 menu, the same place you probably find like the uh, character descriptions mm. or um tutorials or whatever. Next, you can't play free for all in a private online match without adding bots to get it up to four players. So if we just wanted right. to have the three of us, we can't do that. We have to add a bot. Why? Why? Agreed. Because for some reason, the free for all seems to be designed to only work with four people. Hmm. Another thing. You can't play a local match with bots. So, like I said, you can use any of the characters if you just, like, you know, do local, say, with somebody else. But if you just want to say, like in Smash, when you just play with bots, nope, you cannot do that here. No bots for you. You have to have a person in a local match. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Why? Why? Does not make sense. Yeah, you have to be, you, you have to be online if you want to fight a bot by yourself as well. Yeah, I don't get that. So there's no like uh, I guess if you go to training mode, uh, you can you know fight pick whoever and fight whoever. But I feel like that's probably more just there to I guess make make you like oh look I actually I kind of do like this costume in motion now that I think about it. Kind of I feel from it. I don't know. You also can't use locked characters in private online matches. I get not being able to use them in public, but why not in private? Just more incentive to grind or buy. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one's going to pay for them if you can unlock, if you can play as them in certain modes, right? <laughs> yeah. N yeah. Now, you, so you have to be online to do solo bot matches just against a bot. Can you use locked characters? Nope. Well, I believe when you select a bot match, it selects the, um, the character for you. It even puts you through the matchmaking system thing for some reason. Because mm. when I did it, it's uh, it said matchmaking while setting up a bot match. And then it set me up against a random level 10 uh character same thing yeah. with the free-for-all and 2v2s all of them just have different like puns on bot and then that's it and you still can't pause the game or anything oh wow yeah i don't know what that's about so we talked about how all the characters are locked and how you got to grind etc etc so here's a problem my problem with getting gold you can only get gold if you play online matchmaking private matches don't count anything offline doesn't count only online matchmaking is the way you get gold Including the bot matches, apparently. Because that's the only way you level up the characters, and leveling up the characters and the battle pass, where it's like has certain tiers where you get gold. Only way you get gold. You can grind objective off of the bots. Hmm. So, uh, I'm not going to say that's a there's that. That's just kind of weird, really. Yeah. Then they have something called skill training, which is where you can go in and marginally increase the stats of all the perks. But you know what that costs? Gold. So choose. You mean the currency I had to use to buy my characters? Yes. See, I got to choose between making my character stronger and if I want to play as Iron Giant. Yeah, I'm not sure why I would yep. go for that at this point. That's, hmm. I don't have no time for that. I got a, I got a nine to five to work. You know what? <laughs> Maybe I can spend just $20. Yep. <laughs> so the final thing is uh, the battle pass. It doesn't really have much to it as it stands. I don't know if there'll be a lot more once it's in full release, but Yeah. As far as the preview goes, there isn't a lot there. You got it, right? Yes, I did. And what do you think? Uh, it is a battle pass. I think it's weird you can't get the gems, because that would be useful for getting characters, especially since there's no alternative other than spending money to get, not characters, outfits. Which is weird, because any other free-to-play thing I've looked at has always has a way to earn towards the currency to get outfits at the very least. Hmm. Other than that, really all I had to comment on was... I guess they'll add more stages eventually because there aren't too many. They don't have too much going on. Just kind of like things in the way. I will say one thing I wasn't clear about in terms of the outfits. If this was like any other free... Let's talk about the quality of the game again, how we think it's good. I could have probably still put like $60 down on it. But the problem with that is even if I did that, I'm probably going to be able to get like maybe one or two cosmetics. If I'm lucky, three, depending on how it is for a character since... The prices for each character seems to be like kind of randomly 
decided. Like for Garnet, it's seven hundred gems for her outfit, whereas for Harley Quinn, it's uh, two thousand. Was it or one thousand seven hundred? I think it's yeah, yeah. So it's like even with spending that much money, it's like I remember looking at the Founders Pass at not at one hundred dollars. You're still not really getting much. Yep. If I recall correctly, I saw something saying that you had to spend over four hundred dollars currently to get everything in the beta. Well, I guess that pretty much sums it up. Decent game at its core, a lot of possibilities, but what they're doing with it to try to sell stuff, um, yikes, to say the least. (laughs) I'm sorry, it's $255 to unlock everything currently available. (sighs) Currently available. This one to double check. (laughs) Okay, then. I guess that's enough here. Real quick, if you could have any character in there, who would you want it to be? Uh, uh, I don't know, uh, one of the Teen Titans. (laughs) Yeah, probably Larry David. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with Goku. Sue me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, or Walter White, since that was part of the uh, meme leak, which... Uh, yeah, whatever. There's so many characters that could potentially be in this. I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, Heisenberg. He's confirmed, right? <laughs> Heisenberg like, and Gus Fring. Okay, we need Craig DeCree. <laughs> we need Gumball Darwin. We need... Uh, we're obviously getting one someone from the Teen Titans Go, whether we like it or not. I don't mind. <laughs> you guys probably do. We need Frigozoid. Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. Probably uh, maybe one character or all separate characters. Animaniacs. I'm running out. Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> okay, then. With all that being said, this has been the Utterly Nonsense Podcast. Uh, if you stuck around this long, you probably heard John's intro at the beginning. But uh, anyway, uh, follow us on all of our various social media. You can find all of our links at utterlynonsense.com. Check it out. You clearly like what you heard if you listened this far in. So thanks for listening. With all that being said, AP Music plays out. I started now. Okay, you have started now. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do the intro to the thing, and then I'm gonna point to the screen, and then we all go dumba 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 dummy UB. I have Wait, an idea. That's... Can you type it out in the in the Discord? Why? And then I could read it. <laughs> okay. Can't remember three lines. No, Dumba. Because <laughs> I thought it was Dumba, Dumba, Dummy, Dumba, but then he said like I thought it was just Dumba, 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 Dummy, 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 UB. Dummy, 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 Dummy. Oh, Dummy. I see. He's saying Dummy, Dummy, Dummy. John, John, saying it differently. That's what I thought. Yes, he's saying it differently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four Dummas and then the Dummy. Dumba, a Dumba, a Dumba, a Dummy, UB. A dumba, 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 you be like that. All right, I have no. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna try to. Let me, let me see the levels here. I okay. have no like outright blading. I okay. guess. Okay, here, here we go. <laughs> a dumba, a dumba, a dumba, a dumba. A dumba, 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 a yeah, I thought he pointed at one of those hand things. Maybe just <laughs> okay. Take maybe it. Don't, I, I maybe don't move your hand up and down. Like your your hand was going off. Okay, I, I won't move my hand anywhere in the camera. Here we go. <clears throat> when I point, you say what's in the text. Okay. Adama, 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 Adama. No, shut up! You didn't point. You did point at all. I did not point. <laughs> I said no. The you problem said, was when you point, the problem was the when you were like setting up your point. You were like moving your hand off screen. That's why I couldn't see when you you pointed. Okay, take three. Wait for the <laughs> point. I will Just point with hand. this hand. I will make a closed fist, and when the finger goes, then you say it. Excellent. All right, here we go. Adama, 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 Wait, are we saying it at the same time, or are we just waiting the point to say at the end? Yeah, you said you were going to point one when I was done. I pointed! You <laughs> pointed at the very end. We're all keeping this in, right? We're keeping this all in, right? <laughs> all right, let's all just say it right just, now. Right now. Three. Dumb you be. Three. You said right now. Two. One. Go. You said it faster. Okay, time. just fucking sync it up. Alright. Okay, I think you have enough. Why did we just spend two minutes trying to get this, this intro synced that no one is going to possibly relate to? <laughs> the pad out playtime.